What's up everybody, you are now tuned into the So Dope Podcast And I'm your host, Alex Chadwick Welcome, 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 welcome to the show, welcome to the show Thank y'all for, for listening, thank y'all for being here today And and, and um, I'm just going to jump right into it um, This show, this show, this show in particular is part one of an installment of shows that I am going to be doing uh, titled at war with ourselves. Uh, and this happens to be again, part one. And, um, I've, I've, I've named this one depression or, you know, the topic that I want to discuss is depression. Um, you know, as we find ourselves coming, you know, cresting out of, uh, of what appears to be, um, of what we would perceive to be as a pandemic, a lot of people have, experienced a lot of things during this time a lot of things have happened during this time over this course of this past year and it seemed like during the pandemic everything has been heightened everything has been um much more sensitive than it's been in recent or in past times but there's one thing that i believe and this is just for my experience for my own battles from talking to other people um, and, and looking at how the world is spinning, I think that there is certainly a common denominator and that everyone at some point, whether even if it's for a few minutes, have has experienced um, this depression phase, whether it be long term or short term, or like I said, coming in spurts. Now, um, I don't just like to throw the word depression around like. I don't like to throw it around. I know it's a, in my opinion, it's a clinical term. Um, however, you know, without using the word depression so much in this show, at least I'm going to try not to do it. Uh, I think that if you were in tune with yourself, you would know when something is wrong. We have been tested. We have been tried. We are being ran through the fire. And there are degrees to people's problems. You know, I may feel like I don't, you know, it may be times where I don't feel good personally, but there are people who are dealing with much more uh, are dealing with different kind of problems than me. Right. My problem might be, man, I'm I'm fat and I can't lose weight. You know what I'm saying? And other people's problems like, man, I can't even get the basic necessities of shelter and food. Right. So the complexity of our problems is different for every person. But that doesn't mean that uh, we should marginalize how each of us deal with it. Okay, Um, You know, for me, we got to look at indicators of whether it be depression or whatever. We just don't feel good. And for me, like my wife knows for me that an indicator that something is wrong is if I have a hard time getting out of the bed. Because for me, I get up every morning as a Muslim, I pray Fajr prayer and I move on with my day. But there have been times this year, I would say last summer or right or leading into the pandemic, I could not get out of bed. I was tired. I had no motivation. I felt like I wasn't stressed, but I think I was dealing with some secondary stress from somewhere, probably my job. But I couldn't get out of bed. I wasn't motivated to do anything. 
and I was battling and I was fighting and, 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 and on the other side, I was dealing, I haven't, nobody's ever told me this. I think web WebMD may have some words for this, but I really feel like I struggle from some degree of food addiction um, and certainly sugar addiction. You know what I mean? Sugar is a drug, essentially, like it will take over your brain cells. It will take over uh, how you feel, you know, produce this dopamine and just make you feel like you are actual drug addict. And for me. I've been through these battles in and out, you know, where I, I do good and then I fall off. I do good and then I fall off. I do good and then I fall off. So my mere health when it comes to just eating the right things have been probably, let me see, what is this? 2021 has probably been um, a journey for me for probably about, I would say 10, 12 years. Like where it's really been like just something consistent that I'm like, man, this is this is rough, you know. Um, and I know that I had to have some extreme willpower to get over that. But the reason why I bring that up is because when I look at my journey dealing with the whole sugar thing and the food thing, I found myself uh, kind of having some of the same patterns and bad bad behavior or habits, as you would say, when it came to eating the food, it felt like. When I was eating, I was rewarding myself for having a stressful day or dealing with somebody else's problems or, you know, just wanting to feel good. And the truth is, that's what people that are addicted to drugs do. They want to feel good. They want to block out everything. There were times when I would come home and I it was like I had the same routine. I would go get come home from work. This is pre pandemic. I would go home, go get off from work, get Carl's Jr. at Chick-fil-A, one of my favorite places to eat. I know you guys are saying, yuck, why would you eat that? But if it made me feel good and I would go on my way home, grab the food, come back, I'm sorry, get home. And I would sit in the same exact spots and watch TV and eat the, and eat the BS food. Right. And these patterns and these bad behaviors was coming from somewhere. And then after I ate it, I felt like crap, right? Mentally, I felt like crap. Physically, I felt like crap. And in any of those in, in, in any of those realms, I could not do anything productive mentally or physically after I ate that stuff. Didn't want to go to the gym, didn't want to do anything. Even my conversations were limited. But it made me feel like crap. And then it made me think, I can't I can't let go of this. I can't get I cannot break the hold of this addiction that I'm that I'm dealing with. Now, some people going to come out and say, man, live your life, eat what you want. But when I look around me and I see that this entire world is toxic, people are dying from obesity related incidents, people are dying from diabetes. Right. And other ailments that are are contributed, uh, other ailments that are surrounded by diabetes and health conditions like um, what is it? Cardiac, cardiac kind of um, diseases and stuff like that. So I think about that and I struggle with that. And it does make me feel different emotionally. So I'm open about that. And the reason why I'm talking about that on this show, because there are a lot of people out there that are dealing with either the exact same thing that I'm dealing with and or dealing with other things. Right. So, you know, I've had some bouts, man. And and these things have been depressive in nature. Right. It really has been. If you want to call it that. 
right? Having no pleasure in doing things. You know, I noticed right before Ramadan this year, my spiritual discipline changed dramatically. And I didn't know why, but I just kept fighting through it. I just kept fighting through it. I noticed that I didn't have that energy to pray. Right. Or I didn't have that energy to 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 read the Quran or I didn't have that mental and physical and not physical, but mental and spiritual place. But for me as a person, honestly, and, and if it wasn't for Islam and his practice, I don't believe that I would have a fulfilling path because it makes me stronger. I got my wife. I got a job. I got everything. But spiritually, Islam brings me back to a place, an anchor, a place where I can feel like alive. Right. Like, I mean, really feel like I'm alive. So I'm thankful for Islam in my life. I ain't saying none of this to convert you. I don't even have power over that. I'm just telling you my journey. Hopefully there's some reflection in that. So in this journey, right, there are what I would call dark suggestions, right? And you can let your imagination run when you think about what a dark suggestion is, right? Inwardly or outwardly express disdain for actually living. That's that's a dark this suggestion. I've had those, right? And during those times when you feel like that, that's when you got to take the inventory, right? You got to take inventory of your life and your blessings and what you see around you. And sometimes it's really, really hard to do that. If we think about the scope of the actual universe, folks, even just our uh, solar system, when we really sit down and we really think about that. Everything that we're dealing with as one individual, as one soul, is like the grain of of sand. When you think about it and conceptualize it, when we think about what's in the universe, it's very small. It's very minute. So the very thing that actually keeps me going is a reflection of something as such. Or just the reflection of dying in itself, knowing that none of this stuff is permanent. Anything I go through, anything that I feel, anything that I that I that I believe on this earth, anything that I think, anything that I have acquired is very, very temporary. And that brings me to a place of strength that brings me to a place of reflection that brings me to a place of motivation. So it's fulfilling for me. And I have to practice that when those dark suggestions come to me, when you feel like you don't want to do anything, you don't want to live, you don't want to work, you don't want to work out, you don't want to associate with other people, you don't want to spend time with people, even if it's on your own family. Those are dark suggestions. And it is and, and those suggestions will make you crawl into a hole. And mentally and physically die. Which to me inevitably leads to our physical death. Now, if there's someone who says that they are completely immune 
from dark suggestions are lying. 100% lying. There's no way anybody can make me think that they haven't had dark suggestions. Some even on the more extreme sides of suicidal ideation, they would be lying. And I say that because I want people to be honest with themselves. Be honest. Be honest. Like open up and be like, man, I'm dealing with some stuff, man. Right. And I consider myself pretty resilient. Right. Pretty resilient. But there, there's been times where things have been very hard and very isolated. Even when I've had, you know, even though I've had the most physical things that I need in my life and, and even and even things that I don't need, things that I have acquired that I just wanted. Right. Even though I have that, things still get hard and you still can, you know, you still have a tendency to be isolated. Even when there are things around you and there are people around you, sometimes that happens. So be honest with yourself. We're only humans and the environment that we live in today in this world. The things that influence us and the variables that are there to distract us and keep us in a state of depression of confusion, of anxiety, which anxiety is going to be part two of this series. It, you know, all this stuff that we're dealing with is temporary. So no matter what you have, no matter how strong you think you are, there will and there can come times when things get hard and things are isolated. I have everything, man. I mean, I got the most beautiful wife in the universe, not the planet, not the solar system, but the universe. I mean, a beautiful person inside and out. And we talk a lot. Finances. They're great. Got the basic needs, man. I got food, clothing, shelter. I ain't got to think about none of that. But the truth is, even me, I succumb to these feelings of depression at times, but I always get back up. Now, what I wanted to mention at the beginning of the show was just finding a simple definition for depression somewhere on Google or whatever. And this is what Google came up with when it says, it says, what is a simple definition of depression? Depression is a constant feeling of sadness and loss of interest, which stop you doing your normal activities, right? Then it says different types of depression exist with symptoms ranging from relatively minor to severe. Generally, depression does not result from a single event, but from a mix of events and factors. Now, let's go back to the first part of that where it says it's a constant feeling of sadness and loss of interest. It didn't say depression is a permanent feeling of sadness and loss of interest. Right. It's not permanent. Depression to me, and, and I'm not a doctor, but to me, depression is not a generic. Uh, I could be wrong here, but I just don't believe it's a generic thing. It's not hereditary. Right. I just don't believe that. That's just me. So if you're listening and you're a mental health specialist or you're a doctor or a psychiatrist, please don't write into my show. So dope podcast at gmail.com. And, and hand me a new one because I'm not a doctor. I'm just telling you what I feel, my perspective, right? But it's not a permanent. It's at a constant state of feeling sadness and, 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 and not feeling good. But 
the real question is, how do we fight back? How do we get stronger, right? Well, we know it's going to take some grit. And another thing that it's going to take is some serious discipline. And what I mean by discipline is doing some basic things and also getting creative. One of the basic things is just having a schedule. For me, that's why I try to focus my energy, having a schedule, having a routine, getting up, trying to do these productive things um, frequently. Right. That's what I that's what I rely on, trying to do those things frequently. Tapping into your spiritual self or into a spiritual realm is always a good way to fight back. You ain't got to be a Muslim. You ain't got to be a Christian. You ain't got to be religious or whatever. It ain't up to me. You choose what you want to choose. But my advice is that you definitely tap into some spiritual realm. Another thing you can do to fight back, honestly, is just get things done. I'm a procrastinator. People that know me intimately and closely know that I'm a procrastinator and I can get things done under stress. But when you get things done, I mean, when you just get things done, you have these you have these small senses of uh, small sense of accomplishment. When you get something done, you check off that goal, you finish that product or project. Right. You feel it. You're like, man, like this feels good. And then your reward system is satisfied. So staying productive and just getting things done is a way we can fight back. Another one is spending time with family and loved ones. Right. I mean, real time. Blocking off activities that have distracted you from family time, i.e. whether it be working, whether it be some hobby you have or friends or whatever it may be. Take some time off from that and spend some real time with your family, whether it be taking a walk, whether it be watching a movie, whether it just be having a conversation. Right. And lastly, be open and talk about this stuff. Be open, y'all. People need you. People need me. Our families need us. We got to be able to talk about this stuff. There's, a, you know, I, can, I, I I thought about when when I when I wrote a couple of notes to talk about this show. I thought about how I was going to go into this big time rabbit hole, and then I was going to go back and forth between, you know, how men are less emotional and less. You know, I was like, you know what? I don't want to get into that. But I definitely want to use this show as a reflection point for all of us. John Mayer has a a song where he talks about he's bigger than his body, gives him credit for. And I love that song. We are bigger than our bodies give, give us credit for. The battle was in the mind. If you haven't, I'm going to encourage y'all to go and read the book by James Allen called as a man thinketh it's a very very short little book little pamphlet in my opinion but it's extremely powerful and we are battling through everything through technology through politics through violence through the media through behaviors of others in our communities we are battling we are fighting through the the turmoil that we may have with our own family members Right. Or some drama on our jobs. We are battling or the loss of a loved one or the addiction to some substance. 
or something or someone. We battling, man. And like I heard somebody say, shit ain't sweet, but we got to continue to live life. Talk to my wife today for one of our many check ins this this uh, late this afternoon. And when we got on the phone, I was like, man, you know, I just don't I started complaining. I'm like, you know what, man, you know, I just don't feel good. I feel melancholy and I'm going through all this. Right. And I say to myself and I just stopped. She'll tell you, I just stopped in the middle of the conversation. Say, babe. You know what? I, I don't even care. I'm not I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to sit up here and complain. I got to put myself in a better mind state. I was at work all day. And I've been feeling some kind of way all day and I don't know why. But if I don't hunker down and start to take care of myself, this stuff can eat me up for no reason. Like the, the, you ever just felt sad for no reason and you try to figure out why do I feel sad? Ain't nothing going on. I got everything I want. But then you just feel sad. You're like, what? what? I can go down a rabbit hole of conspiracies that I can think of why we feel like that, but I won't. But the takeaways I want you to take away from this is that it's okay if you can't wake up in the morning out of bed or you don't have pleasure in doing things. It's okay because we're going to feel like that. But to mitigate this stuff, we got to take care of ourselves. People say self-care, self-care, self-care. I don't like the word self-care because now it feels like it's one of those commercial terms or a clinical term. You feel me? But we got to take care of ourselves. Depression is real. And some people have taken their lives in, 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 in some instances, starting at the suicide ideation that I mentioned earlier. People have taken their lives. People have taken their lives. So one of the things that really perks me up, and I'll say this and I'll get out of it, is charity. Doing something for somebody who may be perceived to be um, doing much worse than me, whether it be with finances or food or basic needs, giving charity, doing charity, which is one of the pillars of Islam. Always, always makes me feel better. I can look at another human being and see that they're in need and reach out and try to help them with that need and watching their spirits get lifted. That takes me out of some of those dark places. So if you are listening to the sound of my voice, I want you to know that you are not alone. And that at the end of the day, you can't fool. Nobody but yourself. I'm sorry, you can't fool. And you can fool everybody else, but you cannot fool yourself. At the end of the day, you got to lay down in the bed with yourself. You get up in the morning, brush your teeth. You got to look in the mirror at yourself. Every thought, every emotion, every feeling. You're dealing with it. It's in your mind. But we got to keep fighting, man. We have to keep fighting. It's a must that we keep fighting. Take care of each other. Check on your people. Ask questions. Have fun. Spend time with your family. Do whatever it is that you need to do. Because times are extremely hard right now. And I'm hoping that at some point things will get better. I'm a pessimist. But I'm still hoping that things will get better. So I want y'all to stay tuned for part two. I'm going to kind of go into anxiety just a little bit more.
a lot a bit more, actually. And I want to make this a series of reflection for people who are dealing with mental health issues, have dealt with mental health issues or will deal with mental health issues. And when I say mental health issues or challenges, I'm not talking about something so severe where you're hearing voices. I'm talking about people, everyday people who dealing with stress, who's dealing with, you know, not feeling motivated, falling out of love with the things that they once love, whether that be a job, whether that be a spouse, whether that be a dog or something that they used to do, whatever it may be. I'm talking to y'all. I'm talking to us. We got a lot to do. If it wasn't for Islam and my family, I don't know where I would be right now. By the grace of Allah, I am here right now and I am fighting right now. Every day is different. Yesterday is gone. Today is here. Tomorrow is the only thing that we have to look forward for the forward to the moment, like the very now that we're in right now. It's it's it feels like it's infinite, but right now is already gone. And then another right now happens and another right now happens. So we're living in the moments. Right. We're living in these small, small, small moments. And eventually it, it it moves to a different phase of tomorrow. And the thing about tomorrow is that that we all know is that it's not promised. We don't know that. So it's time for us to start to ref, to reflect on those points. There's a show back. um can't remember what episode, but it was a it was mental health episode, toxic masculinity um, with Tori from What Do You Bring Into the Table podcast. We talked about some things and and I need to repost that video or I'm sorry, repost that podcast because I really want people to listen to that. We talked about some seriously important stuff in there. So if you haven't listened to it, I think it's called Mental Health Issues and um Toxic masculinity and something else. But it's episode 70 something. I'm yawning. I'm yawning. Ain't no editing. Ain't no editing in this podcast. But we got to talk about this stuff. And we need to take care of ourselves and be healthy. So from this day forward. From the time that you heard my voice. And when this podcast is over. I want you to get up and I want you to decide. I want you to dig very, very deep. Get things done. Love on your people, check on your people, do what needs to be done that's necessary to get over this. That's pretty much it for me, folks. I hope that I can, that y'all can reflect on this and I hope that you can be open about what you're feeling. Stay tuned for more. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to this episode of the Soul Dope Podcast. Peace. Peace. Thank you.